Hello. I'm Alexis. I'm Christina. And we are Pitapad. Ah! <laughs> oh, one more time. One more time. Got this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't read the cues that well. <laughs> you need, need to have this three, two, one. I need to hold up like a legitimate like cue card. Be like three, two. Have you ever watched Doc Harley? Mm-hmm. You know how Freddie is like going live in five, four, three, two. We need to have one of those. We do. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you today? It's been very busy. So yesterday was my mom's birthday and I had to go to work during the day. So I went to work and then I accidentally closed a refrigerator door on my finger. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got an injured finger that I can't use very well. But my mom loved her birthday gifts. She got lots of flowers. And the family came over today to celebrate her birthday and Mother's Day combined. And that's about it. And then I work tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. It so is. So that's interesting. Yeah. So your mom's birthday falls on week before Mother's Day? Yeah, pretty much. And she wants two separate celebrations and separate gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to go, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to go all out for her. <laughs> I support that. <clears throat> and um, good for her, would do for myself. Right? Great stuff. Like, of course, I'm going to ask for extra gifts. No, I think I'd probably feel bad about it at some point. <laughs> so, um, let's see. What did I do this week? I feel like my life is ever so boring, but ever so dramatic. Because <laughs> I have moments where I do absolutely nothing. And my life just kind of drags on. And then some parts of my life where I feel like it's ever so eventful and I feel like I can't keep up with anything. Mm -hmm. um, I guess one crazy thing about this week is that I decided I wanted to learn to code. I did see that on your Twitter and it definitely confused me because it came out of nowhere. But what, what, what brought it on? So my mom was like, so there's like a bunch of free courses that you can take. You should go take one. And I was like, I've always wondered if I liked coding. Like if it was something that was a secret part of me that knew that I was interested, mm -hmm. but didn't do it. If that made sense. That made absolutely no sense. Never mind. Well, anyway. So I came across this Harvard class. 
So <clears throat> I wouldn't say I'm a Harvard student, but I'm taking a free course right now. So apparently I'm a Harvard student now. So um, flex. Um, <laughs> so I took this, I'm taking this class right now. It's like an intro to computer science in Harvard. And basically it starts out with learning the basics of coding. And then it goes in deep to like other programs like Python and JavaScript and other things. Mm -hmm. And I've just always wanted to know if I liked it or not. It's just one of those weird things that apparently a lot of computer programmers, engineers make some money. They make some money. So I've always wanted to know if that was a part of me that wanted to make that money or was interested in learning the thing that made that money. Cause I'm not a person that would go out of my way to do something for money. But if that's a thing that I like, then that's something that I'll pursue for the sake of the career that I may or may not be interested in. <laughs> right. I think it's good though. At least have other options you'll know more things more opportunities if you go through with it exactly and if i like it then i'll just pursue it and probably take <clears throat> some classes around it and get a degree in it and change my course of my life to what i ever what i never thought it would ever be there you go exactly things are constantly happening That's just always one of those weird things in life where everyone just knows you a certain way. And then one day you're like, do I like this thing? And you find out that I do like this thing. And everyone who knew you before you liked that thing is like, you like this thing? Your life's so different now. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I kind of like this thing. Now my life is drastically different. That's your 20s. I feel like that's like what everyone says your 20s are like. It's you trying this thing and realizing that it's not bad. True, <laughs> mm -hmm. sure, you gotta give it a chance sometimes. You never know. Exactly, exactly. Um, I hope it goes I, well. I hope it goes well too. I hope I don't crack under the pressure and realize, I mean, it's free. So if I don't want to do it at the very end of the day, I don't have to do it and I can just finish it at a later time. Or if I don't finish it at all, maybe I absolutely despise coding and don't want to do it anymore and I'd stop because I didn't pay any money for it. So that's good. <laughs> very true. It'd be terrible if you would have wasted genuine money on this and then hated every second of it. Exactly, exactly. So, talking about the things that we're doing right now, how is your cat? He is doing good. He doesn't like big crowds, and because we've had people here all day, he's been downstairs in his little, his little shark bed. <laughs> oh, shark bed? Yes, it's shaped like a shark, and he like goes inside, and it's like the mouth, so he sleeps inside the shark. Gosh, that's such a good thing to think about. A shark bed. But also, there is that meme 
the one where it's like the cat is getting outside but he looks like he's being eaten by the shark bed Mm -hmm. do you know that one that (laughs) meme yeah the screaming cat meme and then he's and then it's like the the bed is eating consuming the cat art pure art aesthetically pleasing (laughs) he's so big so he barely fits in it like his whole body probably touches like the top of the bed it's almost like a sweater (laughs) so what exactly is lincoln's story do you have like a story to tell the audience like of how we got him or just in general events births anything (laughs) well i will say that the reason we got him in the first place was because he lived in New Jersey at the time with a hoarder who had like 50 cats. So they saved him. And the street where the veterinary office was, it was called like Lincoln Street or like Lincoln Road or something. So that's how we got his name. But the like vet or the shelter, or whatever, was getting too overrun. So they were going to put him down. But my mom's business partner, his friends with that particular vet so he would send us pictures and my sister and I were like we need this cat (laughs) so for Halloween when I was in oh my gosh I don't even know it was about nine or ten years ago that's what I'll say then my sister came back from trick-or-treating and there he was and we've had him ever since and he's gonna be he's gonna be I think maybe like 11 years old in August oh man Wow, what an inspirational story. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So you could say that Lincoln was her treat in Halloween. (laughs) Does that sound cheesy? I feel like that sounds so cheesy. (laughs) It does, but I like it. I've always loved cat stories because every single cat story either starts out with, so my, my original cat gave birth to like 25 kittens and now I have one of them (laughs) or like I found my cat in a sewage tank and he survived (laughs) or or I found this fluff ball on the street and he kind of stayed at my house and I eventually let him into the house (laughs) right (laughs) or one of those that's like so this cat, I found him at the back of the shelter, and I decided that he was mine. Kind of like Lilo and the Stitch story, where mm-hmm. Stitch is the one where he like hugs Lilo, and then Lilo is like this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love cat stories because just like cats are great can we talk about how great cats are they are great they're so entertainingly stupid stupid. (laughs) (laughs) i like cats that are like cuddly like if i ever see like a tiktok or something of a cat hugging their owner i will like pass away on the spot because my cat isn't like that i think it's really sweet cats hug since when (laughs) 
I've literally seen like some cats or at least like get on like their owner's like shoulders or something or let them hold them. Well, like Lincoln doesn't let me do any of that. So I treasure those videos. I wish my cat, I feel like my cat, is our cat the same breed? Cause mine is a tabby. Is yours a tabby? I've always thought Lincoln was a tabby when I first saw him, but yeah. um, my cat is a tabby. He's a, he's a full bred tabby and he has like, he has gray stripes. I know, but there's no, I know there's different types of tabbies, different colors of stripes, but a lot of people call it the tabby, the tiger cat, because it has so many stripes on its body mm-hmm. and it has a stomach that's like white. Oh, I see. Yeah, so Tabby's just like a category within the domestic short hair. So yeah, Lincoln is a Tabby cat. Because he looks exactly like all these in the pictures. (laughs) It's literally him. But isn't that insane how we have the same breed of cat? We do. And both fat. Both very, very fat (laughs) chubby cats. (laughs) Very large. Tubby cats. They're tubby tabbies. Tubby they tabbies. <laughs> That's so cute. Tubby tabbies. I guess since you shared your story, I guess I'll share my story about my cat Memphis. Good. I was so, about to ask you, so go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so my cat Memphis, his story is one of those like I found a cat in the sewage tank kind of stories <laughs> he's <laughs> he's looking he's looking at me right now as if I I know he's telling like, he knows <laughs> I'm telling the story so um I was around five or six when I lived in LA and my mom's friend my mom working in the city of industry during that time working at this this company called it was like an Elvis company in quotes. And, and during this time, my mom's coworker found a two month old kitten in a sewer. And he was literally, he was like soaking wet. That's what my, my, my mom's coworker told me. He was soaking wet. He was alone in downtown LA. So if you guys don't know, downtown LA is the most is either the most shadiest place in the world. It's it's like the biggest, it's like a, everyone kind of like describes it as downtown New York where it's, it's not exactly the most prettiest place to be. Mm-hmm. So, and during this time we found, he, he, so she found this cat in the sewer and he was alone. He didn't have any family. There was no one nearby and he was shaking. So he, my, my mom's coworker brought him in. He was this cute little kitten and he had big, big eyes and she wanted to keep him. Um, and after she, of course, dried him off and fed him and gave him a couple of vaccines and went to the vet and everything. And my, and it, she found out that her brother was allergic to cats. So he, she couldn't take him anymore. So she went back to work that next day and she asked if she brought the cat with, she brought the kitten with her. And she asked if anyone wanted to adopt him because he was this cute little kitten. And she didn't want to leave him in the middle of, middle of downtown LA anymore. 
after founding him in the sewer because why would you want to put a cat back in the sewer exactly (laughs) so after that my mom she always says I thought of you but really she was like during that time in our little apartment in LA we didn't really have anyone to because my mom was working long shifts and my dad was working on his master's degree during that time so there was no one really to kind of take care of me or no one to really pay attention to me and she really really wanted a, something in the house that could take care of me so she 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 volunteered to take Memphis well take this cat into her home and but they were thinking about a name and during that time they're working at the Elvis company. Everyone jumped up a bunch of names. Like Elvis was one of the most craziest names ever that they were going to call him. Um, and then eventually they went up with Memphis because Memphis, Tennessee is where Graceland is, which is the home of Elvis Presley. And that's how his name got chosen. And that's how he became my cat. I remember I was, I came back from school. I was an after school program during that time. And I came back in the car and my mom surprised me with this little kitten that I've had ever since. He's now 15, 16 years old. He's a he's an old man, but he's been with me no matter what. And I always count him as sort of my protector because he's sort of watched me grow. Like, I don't think he sees me more than like five or six years old. He treats me as if I'm still like six. He's still like, every once in a while, he still yells at me. He's, he screams in my face sometimes and asks me to feed him. I guess if I'm, I, I'm the tiniest child and he has to reiterate, he meows in the morning and he screams at me. And sometimes if I, if I pet him too long, he bites me, <laughs> but he's, <laughs> he's certainly one of those interesting cats I could ever ask for because he's not very affectionate but he he's comfortable around me if that makes he's comfortable with my family if that makes sense so he's I would say he's like a Sundare you know like the like those tropes where like the guy is very cold on the outside but he has a very warm side yes so my cat is very much a Sundare because he literally um He's not the most affectionate type, but he, every once in a while, you, you know that he likes you. Like, you'll know he likes you. That's so cute. Sounds like such a sweet little man. He is the sweetest man. I always, I always feel like he knows how old he is because he, he, so... He, now he knows where I old he is. So I have a shirt with my cat. So another event to behold. So my cat is around 14, 15 years old now. So we got him in 2005. I can't do the math in my head right now. So I would say around 40, 15 years old. So, and after it was, uh, it was around a couple, it was around like last year, I think. So he was, he was outside because so once we let him outside, he goes to eat the grass or he goes to eat the plants and he likes to walk outside and sniff everything that he sees. And he sees this bird 
and I don't know if all cats do this, but my cat likes to do the <laughs> kind of like voice mm-hmm. when he he see. So he saw this bird, and he sort of like talks to it, and I think he pissed off the bird because I remember the door was wide open, and he rushes up the stairs, and then he goes meow and we're like what's wrong he he runs up as if something is chasing him and then he he literally trips so he's on the stairs meowing as if he's hurt and and he apparently walks up the stairs and we realize that he's limping because he's an old man and he oh has broken gosh. hips now. <laughs> anyway, at the end of the day, we, he is healthy and he's fine. But during that time, this bird, he go, this bird's like, quack, 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 quack. And, um, he, and then he sees Memphis go up the stairs and he just flies away. So Memphis is, he's still thinking the bird is chasing him. So he goes up the stairs and he goes, Whoa! And he like literally trips and you hear a thud on the stairs. Oh my gosh. And so basically he was a whole week, whole week just walking everywhere. Of course, we were like, please don't walk. If you're going to make it worse, then why are you doing that? Um, so anyway, he's walking, he's walking around. And of course, after that, we had to give him senior vitamins. If you guys don't know what that is, basically it's like, it's like, it's like that good, it's like that good food that they, I'm not going to say the word because he's going to start running in. Um, it's the treats. Correct. He did that, that, um, that he's not looking in my direction. So it's those things that, you know, are supposed to get to the cat, but apparently my cat knows what's good and what's not. So he literally will not eat them. So we have to force force we have to force him to eat his his senior vitamins and basically we did that for a whole week and he absolutely hated it but eventually Mm -hmm. his hip went okay and he's fine now but that's like the most craziest story ever to show how old he is is that he tripped and he was he limped for like a couple weeks pretty much but he's good now oh my gosh um I feel like, do you have a good vet? Do you have like a good crazy story to tell the audience? Good crazy story? I have like many stories of like like small crazy things that have happened. Like he, Lincoln has a lot of anxiety, mostly for, for no reason, at least not that we would do anything to hurt him. I'm not sure if he had anything that previously happened to him that just kind of had long-term effects. But I guess my stepdad has some sort of like a strong presence because every time he hears him like walking or he just hears him speaking, he gets a little spooked. So one time, because my room is right next to the top of the stairs, he's trying to get into my room and my stepdad was coming down to get to get a snack. It's like 9 p.m. And the second Lincoln heard like one footstep. He tried to go down the stairs so fast. He just ended up rolling like a bowling ball. He just went bonk, bonk, bonk. Oh, like I heard him hit <laughs> on the way down. So I like rushed out to go see if he's all right. And then when I go, he literally, he just went and started eating dinner. Like he just, he just went to eat. 
uh, after he recovered. <laughs> like, that's the kind. Of, <laughs> that's the kind of cat he is. Like, he just lives to eat and drink water. That's literally like anything could happen to him, and as long as you give him like water or something, he's fine. Like, <laughs> he's so interesting because he's kind of like Memphis in the way that he will yell at you if he wants like food or water but he like needs it to be fresh like there's clearly food in there like filled to the brim but if he doesn't see you pour him a new cup of food he's not going to eat it same with water oh my gosh it has to be fresh even though I like, like just poured it like an hour ago does your cat does Lincoln like sink water he does but does he like need you to open the sink water? I don't know if he needs us to. He just needs to like see the bowl taken away. And if you put it back, even if you don't refill it, it's enough to trick him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not that picky as long as you kind of like fake him out. He'll believe you. So, my cat, Memphis, I guess that's a good segue to, like, what I was trying to say, I guess. So, my cat, Memphis, he will yell at you to open the water. So, when he was young, he used to be able to jump very, very high. And now he can't. So, when he was young, we used to open the sink water for him. Well, it would either be like in the restroom where you would open the sink and then he would jump up and drink the water that way. My cat likes to do this thing where he likes slanting his head around and drinking the water like, like his tongue out. And he goes, bloop, 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 bloop. And he likes to drink the water that way. And now that he's an old man, we have to pick him up and put him on the toilet because we don't want to put him all the sink all the way because then we'll feel like he's spoiled mm -hmm. so we put him up on the toilet and he jumps up and gets the sink water himself but I feel like we kind of spoiled him when, we, when he was a kitten because now he he loves it the most so we tried to to get him out of that habit recently because your habit we because he likes he likes to meow a lot and we have to go all the way to open the water for him and pick him up and so you can jump up and drink the water but then again why would you want to do that and get in the habit of that especially when we're not home or going somewhere else so we try to get him out of that habit so we have now we made we got we bought this fountain we bought this fountain it's like a it's like a I guess it's like a fancy water dish, but it has a fountain characteristic to it. So it redistributes the water out outward. So he looks, it looks like a sink, but I think he's been, he's not being fooled because he's still meows about that sink water. And he still thinks that the water that we're giving him is not fresh enough. So he will know he will know if it, I feel like I would love if my cat was more like Lincoln because Lincoln, you can still kind of fool him 
but my cat knows what's fresh and what's not. He will literally remember the taste of sink water and try to compare it to the fountain water that we're giving him on his fountain. And then he goes, he looks at us and he goes, you really think you're fooling me right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he's we always say that he came from very poor origins from his sewage sewer story (laughs) but everyone who knows him now thinks he's really pampered because he knows what's good and what isn't and everyone always thinks that if Memphis was could speak in like a American uh, well I speak English if you would always think he had like a very butlerish voice, like an English butler voice. <laughs> oh my god. That kind of makes sense though. And actually, now that you say that, I was on TikTok this morning and there is an entire account dedicated to a cat who like reviews like different like prestigious water brands and like different foods. I love it. Like, the second I saw it, it was so funny because, like, apparently the cat's, like, favorite water is, like, what's that company? Is it Evian or Evian water? I don't know. It's, like, Mountain Range something. But it tried, like, Poland Springs water and it really liked it. But, like, every time you put, like, tap water in front of it, it just, like, walks right past it. Or, like, if you put cheap, like, steak, like, show like a disgusted face or like push it away and then go for like the expensive stuff (laughs) i love it oh my god that's just that's even worse that's even worse than my cat at least my cat enjoys sink water (laughs) true true i'm not wasting like hundred dollars on fancy water for my cat i love like hello my wallet oh my god there's so many owners out there, especially cat owners. I feel like cat owners have a special breed to themselves because they're either the what they're either there's either cat owners that barely do a single thing and just put the food and water out and just let the cat enjoy that. And then there's the cat owners that teach the cat to sit on the toilet and use the restroom that way. Or the people who go and buy refrigerated cat food oh my god why what is the need for refrigerated cat food and people oh people who make their cat food themselves honestly i oftentimes wonder like just how much money or like what exactly goes into doing something like that because i just get lincoln's food from like the vet like they have different brands and stuff and he's diabetic so he has that like special food they give him but I can't imagine taking like an hour out of my week to make like all this cat food. Do cats, do you have to, I've always wondered if you make cat food, is the cat food like the fish? Like if you make fish for your cat, would it be raw fish? Like a sushi or would it be cooked fish? But then in the wild, they don't, I, I'm not saying like <laughs> domestic cats. Yes, there's domestic cats in the wild. Um, I wouldn't, but they do 
I know there's like cats out there who eat birds raw, but if you cook food for your animal, like dogs and cats alike, do you cook the fish or the chicken or the pork or the or anything that you give your cat? Would you cook it before you give it or would you just let them have it raw? Much to think about. It might depend on the cat itself, I guess, and what they can stomach. But I, I feel like it wouldn't be a problem to give it to them raw. Like, obviously, it depends on maybe what kind of fish or meat it is. But because this is not hmm. sashimi is. That might not be the word, but like raw fish that people can just eat. Yeah, that's a, that's one of those weirdest questions I've ever thought of. And also, is it safe? I feel like this is something Google probably would answer really quickly. <laughs> but is it safe for cats to drink milk past a certain age? Like, can they? There's always those TV shows or cartoons, something like that, where the cat still drinks milk at a or like later age. But is it still safe to give a cat? Like cow milk at a later age? Hmm. That's interesting. That's a good question. Honestly, like I'll be completely honest, I've never met a cat who genuinely drinks milk. Like maybe I'm just not meeting the right people. Like I've never met anyone who just gives their cat like like just milk just because it's usually just like water. Exactly, but I mean like when cats are kittens, of course. Like when my when I first got my cat, yeah, yeah, when my cat was like two or three months old, you started to give it milk and everything. Mm. Yeah, I mean like now now like that they're older, they don't need that that kind of sustenance. Yeah, and then there's that dynamic of is cow milk safe because I feel like because when because when my cat was a baby when he was like two three months old I don't know about other owners like that but when my cat was two three months old the vet still asked them well of course I'm not I I don't remember I I feel like but for the sake of this podcast I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the vet recommended it because if I say I recommended it, I would question my own beliefs. <laughs> but um, so the vet still gave out formula for my cat, even though he was like two or three months old. And he still had to take a certain formula in a bottle until like maybe later. I feel like after a couple months later, he didn't have to anymore. But I feel like it also had to do with the fact that he was still recovering from his life as his past life, his past sewage living life. Um, he had to still kind of, he was still kind of recovering at that time. So we started to give him milk. I don't know if this had to do with the fact that he was sick and he still had to like recover. But I remember that we started to give him milk. But my, my mom's listening to this right now. I don't remember. I promise. I don't. Never mind then. <laughs> Be 
because she probably remembers a lot more than I did because I remember I don't I was like five or six probably I'm completely thinking about this entirely wrong my mom is like you're kind of saying wrong stuff right now (laughs) oh no but yeah another another fun story so speaking of pampered cats so when my cat was I would say around one or two years old at that time um we actually my mom actually taught him how to use the toilet so like literally he would he we actually taught him to sit on the toilet and use the restroom that way for a couple months I think then my mom kept me I think she came my I think she like talked to my dad one day and then she was like, that's kind of weird. Don't you think about the fact that I'm training Memphis right now to use the toilet? What if like, a guest comes over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat just knocks on the door like, excuse me, are you done? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like, a guest walking in and this cat is like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Literally, what? <laughs> and then... Then I always thought about that. Like, what if we continued that? What if it actually went to the point where he literally does not use the litter box at this point in his life and he only knows how to use toilets? That is... I feel like I would genuinely be alarmed. Like, imagine you leave the, <laughs> the bathroom door open and, like, in the middle of the night, you have to go. If I saw my cat on the toilet in the middle of the night, I would probably just, like, scream and, like, pee my pants right there like I wouldn't make it like I just wouldn't be able to see him and it would freak me out also do you know how cats at night they have those like they have I don't know if it's because of their eyes being able to see at night or maybe this is like an old nocturnal instinct that their eyes glow at night so can you imagine like opening or like seeing a cat on a toilet with their like beady dark eyes beady light eyes <laughs> it's always so funny to take pictures of them with like flash and you can barely see like the body but their eyes, their eyes are just like brilliant <laughs> uh, I feel like there's so much to talk about when it comes to cats because cats themselves, I've, I've always thought about the fact that cats are kind of like humans. So they all have different personality traits. And every single one is different. Every single breed is different. And uh, they all look so different. And then they're like, prints are always different. And then some of them have moles. Some of them don't have moles. Well, I don't know. It's not moles. It's like a little like dots on their face. Or there's always those pictures of cats who have hearts on their bodies. I've always wondered about that genetic instinct. Like, who, genetically wise, I don't know if someone did it just someday, genetically wise, but the person or the entity or some genetic thing happened to cause a heart to go on a cat's body. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I agree. It's so adorable or shapes I don't know if it's just like the luck of the draw that it happened on but I love to see animals in general with 
fun genetic mutations that of course they probably think are like, this is so weird that it's on my body. But then a human looks at it and goes, that is the most cutest thing alive. <laughs> um, uh, I've always thought about, you know how some cows have different spots and some of them there's, I think I saw a cow one day that had a little like heart on its body or something. And I think it was a big fluffy cow. It was like a cute little short fluffy cow. And I feel like if I were an animal, I'd want to be a cute little fluffy cow with a heart print body. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. I think those cows are so adorable. They're so soft. And they're just, they're living their best life. As far as I can tell from the photos I've seen. Hey, can you imagine like living the life of a short, cute, fluffy cow in a free range? Uh, then if I was in a farm, I'd probably die. <laughs> well, that's dark. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. But... <laughs> In yeah, this situation, a wild cow, then <laughs> a wild, a wild, short, fur, fluffy, heart-shaped cow in the middle of the wild. <laughs> Can you imagine just, you know, in the what exactly? How would cows survive in the wild? Like, what exactly would constitute as a cow wild? Um, I would say in order for you to be a wild cow, it'd probably just have to be like, just straight up in the middle of nowhere. Like the land is not owned by any particular person. You know what I mean? Because like, People can have like farms that stretch for miles and miles and they just have their cows chilling. But like if it's not owned by anybody and the cows literally just chilling there, I would consider that more wild than if a person owned that land and the cow was on that land. Because when I, when I thought about a, like a wild environment, I don't know why my mind went straight to like a desert. <laughs> Can you even, can cows even live in deserts? I don't think so. Or like a forest. A forest, bunch of trees, and it's just one cute little fluffy, fluffy, cute little short heart-shaped cow. Cottage core. I'm the ultimate cottage core. <laughs> cottage core cow. Living in the village. No, it's like a forest environment. And then there's this one secluded spot where this cute little heart-shaped cow free free lives his free-range life and eats the grass that grows in the forest. <laughs> Sounds like the life. <laughs> but then, you know, as a cow... As a cow, would you be scared of all the animals who do live in the forest? 
and would you die quickly? Um, that's a good question. I guess it depends where you end up roaming off to. Because, like, if some predators live in that forest, poor little cow might not make it. <sighs> but what if the cow learns how to fend for itself? What if the cow is, in fact, a male cow, a bull, mayhaps, mm-hmm. and has horns, and found out that it's not only a short, fluffy, or heart-shaped cow, it is a heart-shaped cow with horns and can defend itself. <laughs> there you go. That's the full package right there. That's that's the way the conch... But then it'd be... Then it, and then... That's such a crazy concept that a heart-shaped cow would find out it has horns and then lives its cottage life in the middle of a secluded forest. I think this is some sort of crazy fantasy fan fiction out there in this world. That cow slash bull is the main character. oh my god i just it's just a crazy concept because well but then there's that thought of what kind of cow is it you know and then there's like that thought of is it a bull and then it is a bull and then it has horns and then it lives it continues live his cottage cottage core life but then there's that thought of it being eaten and i feel like eventually it will be eaten and it will die but then it has its life to live and that life itself is beautiful <laughs> very poetic i agree oh my god cows are just they're just great beings they're just doing their own thing and looking pretty I actually saw I keep talking about TikTok because I guess I'm on there like all the time I literally saw a TikTok of a cow covered in glitter it was so elegant it was a glittery like black fuzzy cow just walking Why can't that be me? (laughs) Oh my god. Just covered in glitter. I'm not sure. Not that you wouldn't look pretty, but I don't know if like your entire body covered in glitter would be. (laughs) I mean, as long as it's... uh, If essentially fur is like hair. I don't know. Maybe that'll get stuck in things. Like, you know how your hair tangles and stuff? Right. Wouldn't that tangle your hair real bad? It might. Because, like, what would you use to make sure that the glitter stays? Because if you, like, get a gust of wind or something, all that glitter is just going to come off anyway. So, like, do you need do you need to, like, cover your body in glue? Maybe it's <laughs> glitter glue. <laughs> no, I really hope they did not put glitter glue all over that cow. <laughs> what if it's, like, Elmer's glitter glue. <laughs> no. 
Isn't the Elmer's mascot a cow? So I know that your favorite animal is a penguin, correct? Yep, I have. I literally have like five penguin plushies right next to me right now on my bed. So I have a really good penguin story. So when I was living up in Dallas for school, I would go to this museum. Well, it's like a, it's called the Dallas World Aquarium, but it's more than just like sea animals. It has a lot of other kind of animals there and it's great. And it's like endless, I feel. So next to the gift shop, there's this little spot where there's like penguins. There's literally penguins. You can see penguins. You can see penguins as you shop for your stuff. Isn't that just a good concept? I love that. That's adorable. So I was I was buying my souvenirs because I always feel like souvenirs are always needed somehow, especially when you go to a museum of some type. Um, and I saw this little like penguin. He was, I think he was like about he was like really tiny. I think he was still a baby or something. And um, and so I we me and mom were there, and mom said his name is Chili. And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm going to name him Chili. So we have a little, little buddy now that we go every time we go up Dallas now. His name is Chili. We call him Chili Willie after the old school um, cartoon. So every time we go up now, we go and look for Chili Willie in the gift shop. That is so cute. Oh my god. And I think the last time we saw him, he grew up a little bit. So now he's, um, I think he's an emperor penguin, so he's he's still under like he's he gets all the cold environments and everything, but he he's starting to change color to like dark the dark black again black black now, so he's he's grown up. He used to be fully, um, fully white. Oh, that's cute. We have a we have an aquarium not near me it's like the closest one i think is like two hours two and a half maybe in baltimore and they have lots of different animals but i honestly can't remember if they have penguins or not i feel like they don't because i can't remember the last time i've seen a penguin with my own eyes it's okay though (laughs) okay it's okay it is okay. There's a zoo, I guess, nearby that actually has penguins, but I've never been to that zoo. I've just been to the aquarium in the area. I, I will send a penguin to you. I'll just send it. Thank you. <laughs> and you can just have it for the rest of your life. I just want to hug one. Like, can I go to, like, South America and take one of those penguins that, like, lives on the beach with me? Because they don't have to live in the cold. Like, they can just chill with me. Like those Galapagos penguins that can live in heat heater areas. Yes. 
Yeah, I literally just want to hug one. That's about it. That would make my my life. What kind of sound do penguins make? It's like a squawk, like a quack quack. I don't remember. <laughs> I have this very like distinct memory of seeing this video on Tumblr, like throwback of this penguin who was literally like fighting another penguin because he cheated on her. It was like a whole like documented like fight from whoever was doing research on these penguins but like the male penguin got with someone else and the female just like straight up attacked him. (laughs) I was proud of her though. (laughs) For standing up for herself. Someone out there has seen the cheated the cheated love story of the lifetime. The the peng the penguin um betrayal. I looked up penguin noises and it almost sounds like a duck. So weird. Quack. Quack 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 quack. Yeah, quack, they quack. sound like a duck and a bird mix. So I guess. I mean, that makes sense. They're kind of like both. Quack, 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 quack. Let me pick a high-pitched quack. Shout or out something. to all my ducks. <laughs> Shout out to all my ducks. I love ducks. <laughs> I think they're cute. Oh my god. I have a... I, have a uh, I don't know if they're ducks. I think they're geese. But, so anyway, behind my workplace, of course, my workplace is in a retail grocery store behind this plaza that it's in there's this pond and apparently there is a whole I'm gonna say duck I guess because that I don't know if they're geese or not but I think they're ducks so (laughs) I'm gonna say ducks situation then so there are a family of ducks that live in that pond and sometimes they hop up to the high they pop up to the, the back parking lot area that lets you go back out to the road and sometimes they hop up there and I always feel so scared for them because can you imagine being a duck family and then having to see all of his cars with you all the time I'd be so scared as a duck family so true especially because of the difference in size between the two yeah could you imagine like as a duck seeing a car I'd be terrified, especially because of how fast they move in comparison. Like, no, no, thank you. I would not want to beat that duck. I would, I hope they're geese because I feel like geese are more stronger and can bite things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, geese do not hold back. I feel like the geese, you know how everyone is like, I, it's gonna run over the bird or something like that. No, the geese don't get run over. You, you don't run over the geese. The geese runs over you. <laughs> that goose is coming for you and you specifically. Once it gets, once it sets its eyes on you, target has been acquired. You can't escape them. <laughs> I always feel like geese are one of those birds that was genetically modified just to t- conquer cars. Because I feel like ponds are kind of, you know, they're kind of secluded sometimes. But I feel like a good 
group of geese could conquer a car. A solid 10 geese could conquer a good, a good sedan, you know? <laughs> For some reason I'm envisioning in my head, like, the car, like, touches the geese, but the geese, the geese are, like, unfazed. But, like, even if they, like, get hit, they kind of only, like, bounce back a little bit and then just get straight back up and start running towards it again. Indestructible. So, a so apparently if you look at a wasp or you try to like mess up with a wasp it or like try to like spray something on a wasp it will it will use you as a target and like attack you so or you know wasp mums are just mad in general and they attack for no reason but i always feel like if you ran over a geese I think it would realize that you are a threat <laughs> and it will attack your car. I feel like if you run over a, a, like a good, like good one goose, a good one goose, I think the goose will send an emergency alarm and will, it will probably send all its goose buddies and use you as a target and your, your window will be shattered. That's my thought. I agree. Like, you mess with one, you've messed with every single one in, like, a 50-mile radius. Their army is coming (laughs) to back them up. I just know it. (laughs) Can you imagine just, like, some random sedan or some random person is like, I'm going to run over this goose just because just because I have a bad day. And then the goose sees that you're trying to, or is sensed, I feel like geese are like the bullies of the bird family or like the strongest of the bird family somehow because they have teeth. I feel like once you have teeth, you have power. (laughs) (laughs) Geese have teeth and teeth are power. That's all I'm gonna say. That's my summary of my thought right now. we went from I'm gonna summarize this podcast episode I guess so we went from talking about our lives currently to our cats which was a good segue because I was like bro how's your cat and you were like bro my cat and then we went to good old-fashioned cat story time and we went to cows and then we went to heart-shaped, cute, fluffy, short cows that are actually bulls and can survive in the forest or the desert. It's up to them. And then we went to penguins, then to ducks, and then to crazy, insane geese. Correct. <laughs> perfect summarization the topic of our podcast today if you guys don't know is animals (laughs) (laughs) how do you say animal in chinese what was it yeah yeah you got it Interesting. 
I like that. It's not anything special in Spanish. It's really just animal. It's spelled the same way. <laughs> <laughs> just said differently. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we have a lot of words like that. I mean, Latin-based languages are like that, though. Yeah, true. Animal, right? Mm-hmm, animal. Ani- animal. Animal. An animal. <laughs> animal. A-H. Animal. I don't know why that mad part, like, I feel like I'm sort of having a Korean-ness to it. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. It's like mal, mal, mal. Yeah. Animal. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's a little bit. There you go. New word. New word acquired. But is this animal, like, in this word, is it gender is it like girl or is it guy because i feel like a lot of there's spanish words with like laws and laws and ayas and l's right yeah a lot of stuff is what's the word gendered like a lot a lot of stuff animal i guess is masculine because you say like un animal you don't say una animal Un animal, or is it los animal? <laughs> yeah, if it's plural, then you would add an es to the end, so it'd be los animales. Los animales. <laughs> yeah. The thing is that, huh? I feel like Spanish is one of those languages that I've known my entire life involuntarily, but when I try <laughs> to say it, I'm like, "Good God, I'm offending someone." <laughs> that's the thing about language learning though it's all about confidence definitely all about throwing yourself into the forest and seeing if uh something jaguar eats you alive (laughs) no you're like i'm here in the forest hi guys i'm in the forest what's up dudes like comment subscribe i'm in the forest (laughs) the language learning experience is basically you meet natives but then you chicken out despite knowing you could easily have like a basic conversation with them and then you feel guilty about it for like the rest of the week it's very interesting to i feel like our lives are very different but also same in very different ways if that makes sense like I feel like that's so interesting about our dynamic here because we're we're so different <laughs> I feel our lives language that we speak are so different um the environment that we live in is very different we live in different states have different backgrounds mm-hmm. but I feel like when it comes especially when it comes down to like our cats being the same breed or being starting like king starting like k-pop around the same time or having very bilingual lifestyles or or enjoying similar interests must it's it's pretty cool to do this podcast with you I'm just gonna say that thank you bro All right, we could probably end this podcast here. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.